0: To the VIP Show podcast, this is Jose Testimonio bringing you the biggest names in the game of business, entrepreneurship, and life to help you level up, get inspired, and become the most successful you. You already know the VIP Show. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. We are back with the VIP Show with your host Jose Testimonio. With us today, I got a very special friend the amazing Heather Monahan. Heather, welcome to the VIP show.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Of course. Look, you are, I mean, you are a multiple serial entrepreneur. You've been successful in everything you've done. Uh, best-selling author, keynote speaker, entrepreneur, founder of uh, Boston Heels. You climbed corporate America, and then you jumped to become... Your own boss, which is what you're today, and you're now be you know you're now able to control your life and financial freedom, time, which is such a you know I would say the most important thing. Most entrepreneurs are chasing financial freedom without understanding that behind that. And I think what what's even more important it it's time. What would you say? I, there's a lot that I wanna that I wanna talk about, but tell me tell me your story. Give me your two minute. Who is Heather Monaghan?
1: Well, I'm a mother. And I am also someone who thought for a long time that corporate America was the only way to generate revenue and income and and really, you know, all my goals were around being a CEO of a a company in corporate America. And I Mm -hmm. didn't really have this understanding that you could work for yourself, or that was a possibility. So I essentially got to one of the highest points that I could get. I was one of the only women in the media industry that was in a in the C-suite. I was a chief revenue officer in media. And after being promoted countless times and I was named one of the most influential women in radio, in 2017, the CEO I had worked for for 14 years became L and he elevated his daughter to replace him. She fired me immediately. Wow! And I took that opportunity to reinvent myself as a best-selling author. You know, launch my um, launch my uh, speaking career, and now my second book, my podcast, and you know, basically everything that uh, amazing. I mean, I mean, you, you're now.
0: like Superwoman, basically. Wonder Woman. Superwoman. All the
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Now what okay, so you got fired, you you didn't see that coming. So most people when they say, you know, I re you know, I reinvented myself, you you weren't really planning for that, right? I mean, not at that moment, I'm guessing, right?
1: No, I'm a single mother and you know, I built a lifestyle based on the income that I had in corporate America. Mm-hmm. So You know, I never wanted that. I I was petrified not knowing where my next paycheck would come from. You wanted that stability. But the interesting thing I've learned is that you think that you have stability in corporate America because you allow yourself to think that. But that's not right. Your company could be bought by anyone. Your boss that you have a great relationship can die tomorrow and somebody else can come in and bring their own team. There's zero stability. The only stability or certainty you're ever going to have is within yourself.
0: So true. So true. I mean, you already you're already throwing some some golden nuggets there. I, I couldn't agree with you more. What were some of the most important things that you had to do at the very beginning uh, to say, OK, well, my corporate job, fancy job is not there anymore. Um, I got to you know, I got to get my life together. I got to rebuild, reconstruct. Uh, What were some of the first steps that you had to do uh, that put you on the right track to the woman that you are today?
1: Well, the first thing, number one, is fire your villains. That day, that woman thought she fired me, but I had just fired my number one villain. And when you get rid of negative people out Mm -hmm. of your life, positive people start showing up. So I tell everyone, get rid of your negative people. Fire any villain in your life. It's the single most important thing you will ever do in your life. It changes everything. Mm -hmm. So I fired my villain that day. Then the next thing I did was one day later, I put a post up on LinkedIn and i asked for help and i was shining a light on shame let me tell you what i I posted Mm -hmm. i said after 14 years of continuous advancement i have just been fired and it feels terrible if i have ever helped you in any way i really need to hear from you now that post went viral and so many people that love me called me and they said take that post down you look so bad you don't want people to know you got fired, right? Because a lot of people believe there's shame mm-hmm. around being fired. Sure. I decided to flip the script on it. And I thought, if nobody knows I'm available, no one's going to make me an it's offer. True. No one's going to extend an olive branch to help me, right? So sure. I said, I'm going to ask for help and I'm shining a light on the shame and it's going to make it go away. And that was super hard to do because so many people told me that love me, take it down, take it down.
0: Family, I, I mean, whoever, I'm sure. I mean, that's that happens in our industry a lot, yeah
1: everyone and i just decided thank goodness i decided heather listen to yourself and my inner voice was saying leave that post up the post went viral i had so many opportunities from that post and something i want to share with everyone listening right now is when people jump up and say hey i want to help you convert the opportunity in the moment don't wait and say oh i'll get back to john next week and ask him about that go
0: go 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 right there that moment
1: Right there. So Froggy from the Elvis Duran show tweeted at me. He said, hey, Heather, just saw your post. If there's any way I can help, please let me know. So I tweeted right back. Get me on the show. So he tweeted back. Okay. He wasn't expecting that. And he got me on the show. You know, Froggy's amazing human being. Elvis Duran shows the second largest uh, listened to radio program in the US. 10 million listeners. So I didn't know what I was going to say when I went on the show, but I knew this because I had been in media forever. The larger audience you can reach, the broader audience you can reach, the larger your network, the more opportunity. And right then I didn't know what I was going to do. So I thought this is a great idea, but I was scared. And so I hopped on a plane and I went to New York. Oh, you went. It wasn't even like
0: phone. You you went to the studio. I mean, you were they said when you're right on this show. Wow. That's that's
1: big. That's amazing. Yeah, it was great. And I halfway through the show with Elvis, he said, Heather, obviously, you're writing a book. And I said, Well, obviously, but I wasn't. And in that moment, when I when I agreed, I basically he was so confident in me that I took that confidence from him. And I ran with it. And I also held myself accountable. This is another great tip. Anytime you want to do something, tell someone that's ahead of you, tell an audience of people because that that'll put even more that's, pressure
0: that, on you. That's Did it. You put it out in the universe. Like now you really got to get it done because everybody's all, all eyes are on you now. They're expecting that to happen.
1: So I Googled, I jumped on the plane to fly back to Miami and I Googled, how do you write a book? And it basically <laughs> said, you have to be disciplined. You have yeah. to sit every
0: day, sit down, probably, you know, an hour or whatever. Yeah. Wow. And so that's
1: what I did. And and before you knew it, I had a book. Um, A book came out just like I told Elvis it was going to.
0: <laughs> when that That's amazing. I love this. I love this story. Uh, I'm loving this already. When, when did you go on the show? What year was this? When you got fired. That, what, what year did you get fired?
1: I got fired July 31st, 2017. I went on the Elvis Duran show September 2017. And my book came out May 2018.
0: Wow, so I mean, this is all pretty, like, pretty. soon. This was not too long ago. I mean, this wasn't like ten years ago. So oh you,
1: no, yeah, it. it it's, you have it's to,
0: re, you have to really reinvent, better, you know, reinvent power. yourself pretty, pretty quickly. You put yourself in high pressure situations. I'm sure you were used to that coming from corporate America, so that that didn't, you know, that wasn't anything crazy. If you don't mind me asking, what, like, what did you do in media? You have to. I'm not interested in the company, but what, what was your role? Uh, when it comes to media?
1: I I started as a VP of sales and I ended up as chief revenue officer. So I ran all the operations for the entire company. I was responsible for 200 plus million dollars annually a year and um, driving revenue for for the company and for the team.
0: Uh, re- uh, driving revenue through like advertisement and things like that? Mm-hmm. Got it, yeah. got it. Wonderful, wonderful. Wow. I mean, what what a story and, and what a, I mean, I, I just couldn't, I mean, what a, raw way of like putting into perspective, Richard Branson always says, he's got a great saying that it's like, you're never really ready, right? You just have to just go. And then you have to figure it out as you go. I mean, that's just life. I mean, nobody is fully, fully ready. You can be as ready as you can. There's nothing wrong with preparation, but don't let perfection be the enemy of good is what I tell people, right? Don't just get caught up in this excuse and then you never really do anything. Massive action
1: will always be better than perfect. That is my mantra. And the other thing that I have learned, and I didn't know this when I was younger, successful people don't know the how, but they bet on themselves to figure it out along the way. And that's what I do now.
0: I love it. Um, What opportunities uh, have come from the book? Right. You wrote the book, came out in May of 2018.
1: I want to know what
0: happened. How did your life started changing when you became an author?
1: So one of the things I'm really good at is sales and marketing. I didn't know if I could write a book, but I knew I could sell it. <laughs> so I, I leveraged everything that I knew about sales and marketing. I wanted screenshots of the book being a number one seller. So I studied everything I could about how to become a bestseller. It's all about figuring out the smallest niche you can get into, getting as many reviews as you can within a finite period of time. So I'm like, great, I can do all of that. And it ends up, my book ended up trumping Donald Trump for number one on the business biography list the first week it came out. It. I grabbed Woo. that screenshot. Fire, and,
0: man! Former president, mean, and he wasn't. Well, he was. Well, yeah, he was. He was already president. Yes,
1: he was the president. Oh, that's a big and deal. No, so what I, well, what I did. Well, I made it a big deal. I took that image. Yeah. And I put it everywhere. I of put course. it all over social media. I put it over my website. I sent it to people. I emailed people do you have any authors speaking who have trumped the president for number one in business biography list? Well, no, of course not. I, it was me. Right. Yeah. So I set my, I, I created my own lane that nobody wow. else could play in. Your own and lane. That, got, that got me a lot of opportunities. You know, people suddenly, Oh, bring her on the show. Wow. She trumped the president. Oh, you know, bring her on this or that. And, you know, suddenly CNN wanted to feature my book and suddenly, you know, I was speaking at this event. and And so that really built up some momentum for me. Which then took me to the speaking business. Which prior to, I didn't even know there was a thing where you get paid to speak at anything. I, no one had ever talked to me about that. And for your listeners right now, if you are in one industry, pick your head up out of that industry. Start reading about other industries. Because had I known I could have been paid as a speaker, I would have left my old industry fifteen Long time years ago. ago. Yeah, because I, but I didn't know you could get paid for that. I thought it was just something you had to do as part of your job, right? So pick your head up out of your industry, look and see where your skills can be valuable outside of your industry. And you may find that taking your unique skills to different industries, you can make a lot more money and enjoy your work. And that's, that's where I've landed now. But, you know, at the beginning, it was figuring out the speaking business and figuring out how to get an agent and then figuring out, you know, letting people in my network know this is what I'm doing now. I need your help. You know, do you have any ideas of opportunities and and before you know it, I ended up getting to interview Sarah Blakely live on stage yeah. September of 2019 at a marketing conference. And then that exploded the speaking business for me until the pandemic hit, which obviously, you know, everything was canceled and we had to reboot again.
0: I love it. And and you're constantly reinventing yourself, constantly adapting to the changing times. I mean, that's what makes you a great entrepreneur. I mean, you're able to adapt quickly and Constantly create your own lane. I mean, guys, like what what Heather's saying right now is so 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 incredibly important. Um, if the lane is not created for you yet, so many people out there, Heather, that I know, entrepreneurs that are already in the you know they're already doing their own businesses. Some of them want to start. They say Jose, but there's not enough. There's not enough space. You know, this this market is already you know it's already done. Um, and, and this is not true. I mean, you can always. There's only one Heather Monahan. There's only one Jose testimonio There's only one whoever. Right. So like create your own lane and just go with it, go with it, go with it, go with it. Sometimes, and I tell this to people all the time, I mean, maybe, you know, maybe the first book won't be the one. Don't let that, you know, drive you away from doing a second book. Don't let that drive you away from whatever it is that you're doing. Just constantly stay at it. Just because you get one no, right? You sent a bunch of emails, maybe CNN said no at the beginning, but another interview said yes. And you just got to continue and continue and continue. Just, I mean that's what's how it's worked for me and I think a lot of successful entrepreneurs that I talk to on a daily basis say, Jose, you just have to have massive, take massive action. I mean, people spend too much time planning and not enough doing. Um so that that drives me to to my next question. What do you tell men and women are different. I mean, we're we're very similar, but you know, I think the psychology, the way that we act, the way that we think. For all the amazing women out there that are listening, and I truly believe that women are superior than men. I say that straight up. I tell, I grew up with a household filled with women, my mom, my sister, and everybody. I'm like, man, you guys are just, you know, which is why I'm happy. We're, you know, we we just got our first, you know, vice president, which is that, a woman, right? Which is, I think, it's, it's, it's amazing, amazing, amazing. And no matter whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, I, I, you know, that's not, that's beside the point. What is your biggest piece of advice for women to break through in 2021?
1: Show up as yourself. So often women will tone down the way they look or dress, you know, in a pantsuit or trying to fit a mold. Someone else is telling them this is what success looks like. This is how you should be. Step into who you really are. Mm -hmm. So maybe you're female and you're a great listener and you, you know, have a softer approach. Don't change that to be more like a man. The further you get away from the real you, the less successful you'll be meaning for me when i was in corporate america people would tell me don't wear your hair down don't wear a dress don't show up looking very feminine it's going to work against you as i got older i started saying but i like to wear my hair down i love rocking a red dress i like you know what i'm going to show up as me and on the days i would show up as me boom those were the days that i was my most powerful because i felt at ease in the skin that i was in so Tune out all that noise around you. Tune into you and what you like. And the more you show up as you, the more powerful you'll be. And the more the right people will be attracted to you, and the wrong ones will be repelled from you.
0: I love it. I love it. I mean, everything you're saying is 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 is, is amazing. What is the easiest way for people that are in a funk, they're 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 going through a tough time? What's the easiest way for you to create confidence, right? So maybe talk a little bit about. Maybe some of the things that you talk about in your book. What is the fastest way to create confidence, put yourself in the best position and start creating opportunities for for you, your life?
1: Always, I'm going to say this. Number one, fire your villains. Get rid of any negative people in your life. Fire them. If you cannot fire them, create boundaries and protect yourself. Number two, stop making disparaging comments and putting yourself down. I'm an idiot, blonde moment. If you speak like that, you are teaching others how to treat you. So they'll start... Treating you like you're an idiot. Treating you like you're a knucklehead or, you know, ditzy. So start speaking about yourself the way you want others to speak about you. I'm very creative. I'm very powerful. And you know what? Suddenly people will walk away from you and go, wow, she's really powerful. And it, it's an interesting domino effect that you can create. You know, if you're using negative self-talk and it's something you're in a habit of, you've got to really change those habits right down the way you want to speak to yourself. I learned this by having a child. I would always speak in a loving way to him, not always in a loving way to myself. So I started saying, okay, I'm going to write this down as if I was speaking to my child. Don't worry. It's okay that it didn't go great. We can learn from this one. Let's get back Mm. up again. I believe in you. Now I started saying that to me instead of just to him. And that started changing the way I feel about myself. The things that we do with frequency will really have an impact on our brain, on how we think. So if you catch yourself being hard on yourself again, pump the brakes. Don't be too tough and say, Oh, I made a mistake. I went back to an old habit. I'm gonna re- I'm gonna redo it this time the way that I'm going to start doing it from you know, from now on. So be really kind to yourself. Leave yourself reminders. I write on the bottom of my shoes, I can, I will. And anytime I'm doubting myself, I look down there and I say, Oh yeah, I that's right. It. Use a playlist to get into a good mindset, mm-hmm. right? I, I leverage music. I have a certain playlist that I only use when I'm going into a big opportunity. Yeah. I've trained myself so that when I hear that music, I get into a zone that no one can touch me on and that I, I know it. I'm about to kill it, right? So develop habits and practices that are really going to elevate you. Choose to see fear as a green light that means go and go faster. Realize we were tra- taught incorrectly. When we were kids, people told us, you feel afraid? Go run home, hide. But now, as an adult, you don't need to hide. In fact, it's just run run, run, run through it, run through the fear, run
0: through the fear, run, just go run at it. Right to
1: it.
0: I love it. I love it. I mean, everything you were saying, I agree with a hundred percent. I mean, you, you're you're talking straight up like manifestation, right? Language, right? You're talking about. You know, you know the law of attraction in a way, but you're you're attracting all that. Are you dressing the part? You're dressing what you know that you deserve. You're talking to the universe when you talk to yourself. I'm powerful. I'm good. I'm worthy. I'm confident. I'm elegant. All this stuff. I'm beautiful. That is literally you telling the universe what it is that you deserve. And what does the universe do? It rewards you with those very things that you're asking, you know, the universe for. So I agree with you. I do that every single day of my life. And look, guys, like for all you guys that are listening, that's the way Heather does it, right? She puts on her music, her playlist. Some of you guys might do meditation. Some of you guys might be your girls, might be the coffee that you drink in the morning, might be the long bike ride, uh, working out. I mean, there's just so many, everybody's different, I think, um, in the way that they do doing the very thing that you just described. Um, figure out what that is, what you're good at, and, and go do it. Life is too short. Life is too short to do anything else but something that makes you happy. Heather, you are amazing. I, I cannot leave you with asking you, what are your plans for 2021? We're still sort of in the middle of COVID. Everything is very soon, every digital, you know, very digital. What are you, What are you doing this year? What are the plans?
1: So I'm giving my second uh, TEDx talk. I'm doing that in June. I'm and it's gonna be virtual, which is that's new, that's scary. That's so I'm excited to be stepping into fear and do something new, right? I'm good. like, I gotta make this better than ever. My new book um is coming out. I signed on with HarperCollins leadership and my new book's coming out in November. Okay. So I'm super excited Amazing. Um, my next book. What's, what's the- it
0: what's the name of the book? What's the name of the book?
1: Well, it's a working title right now, which means they haven't officially approved it. But right now it's called Leapfrogging Villains in Business and in Your Life. It's all about how to overcome adversity. Love it. Um, so it, it's it's so good. And I can't wait for it to land in stores everywhere. And then I'm continuing to do my speaking engagements. I'm continuing to launch my podcast every week. I'm con- Now I'm showing up on Clubhouse. So things just keep changing and evolving and, and I'll be there.
0: I love it. Um, Can't wait. Um, to read it when it comes out. Uh, Heather Monaghan, everybody, where can people find you on the web? Where can they find your your website, your Instagram?
1: Yeah, so uh, my website's heathermonaghan.com. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. And now I'm on Clubhouse at Heather Monaghan.
0: Love it. You guys heard it here. The VIP show is your host, Jose Estimone? We are talking to the amazing Heather Monaghan. Heather, Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, Thank you for the amazing tips, the amazing inspiration that you are, continuing to inspire uh, on being the amazing human being that you are. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me.
0: You got it.